This is I Will Hunt. I'm your host, Rudy Getzig. I will be interviewing folks in my quest to learn how to hunt. I know I have a lot to go over, and you can learn with me. Listen in. Do I have what it takes? Will I hunt? I will hunt from the heartland to the shore. And I may not find nothing, and my rifle turns to rust. I will hunt. How about we go with the most uh, prolific for the state? Uh-huh. Yeah. What's that? I see you <laughs> I see you looking. We're back in the we're back in the museum and you're kinda of looking over my shoulder. Uh, we're yeah. talking about animals here. Yeah. So I think uh, probably one of the easiest things for new hunters uh, to go after and I, I would say that the vast majority of people that hunt period in the state. Uh, whether they're veterans or novice, uh, they probably are deer hunters because that's the easiest thing to hunt here. There's tons of them. Uh, we have a lot of seasons. We have a lot of deer. Uh, we're one of the only states that has three different types of deer. Uh, so there's all kinds of cool stuff about this state. So, Yeah, uh, one thing that's funny to me is is people, I guess, because you know, I'm coming from the hiking world, mm-hmm. and I don't ever see deer. <laughs> and you know, here you are saying, "Oh yeah, there's deer all over the place." Oh and, yeah, and I mean, yeah, I do. I I, I shouldn't say I never do, but right. you, know, you see them out there. But man, uh, even deep, I've been deep. I've been in the Pasayan, just deep, and no deer. And it's just like, wow, like where are all these deer? So right. yeah, for me, as as coming from that angle, it's like, all right, where do you have to go to find these right. deer? Right? Uh, neighborhoods. any neighborhood and there's a story behind that so there is uh so so talking about deer there is uh so on the northeast corner of washington we have a a pretty heavy whitetail population and uh in the middle of the state uh and well basically all the all the way to the east side of the state and and to the mountains we have uh, a really high population of mule deer which uh is the vast majority of critters on my wall behind you and then uh, on this side we have uh, blacktail, so the Columbia blacktail dealer, which is so that's probably what I'm more familiar with. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, uh, anyone who's ever been to Woodby Island, you know, just go to any neighborhood and you gotta like stop because there's like herds of deer walking through, <laughs> and there's old ladies feeding them carrots, and uh, any uh, honestly any island in the San Juans, they're just they're all loaded with these tiny little, very delicious deer. Uh, what about Olympia or the Olympic? Peninsula. Yeah, so a lot of blacktail over there. That's yeah, that's over there. Yeah, yeah. So, well, basically, once you get past the mountains here, every, everything on the side is blacktail deer. And is that? Do they like a certain climate? Uh, I would, I would think so. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm the 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 expert on blacktail deer, but but basically from from the, um, you know, once once you get, it's basically divided by the mountain range, I believe. Uh, I'm sure I'll, we'll get fact-checked by somebody yeah. and I'll be like, Chris, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. But uh, so west of the mountains, black-tailed deer down into uh, Oregon and California. And uh, it's, it's just kind of like a coastal deer. Like when you go up to like southeast Alaska, Alaska period, the deer that they have are like Sitka black-tailed deer. And uh, they're all just – it's a just a smaller deer. Like they look like a they have the antler configuration of a mule deer. Uh, versus a whitetail, which means that they have um, they have a main beam that comes out, basically like two main beams, and they fork off of that. Like whitetail just have one main beam, and then they have um, tines that come off of that. 
uh, and the only the only whitetail that I have on my wall right now is a doe. So it's I don't have a very good comparison. <laughs> I do I do actually have right one. Right next to a bunny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, sh- I actually shot my first whitetail buck this last year. And it's at the tax service right now. It's a nice buck. But oh, anyways, okay. Oh, nice. Uh, but you can see how they come and they fork off. Now, you see that little tiny one with the with the yellow tag on its antler? Yeah, yeah. So that is a Sitka blacktail deer that I shot up in uh, Prince of Wales. Uh, and they do get they do get bigger than that. That one's not not a giant technically. Yeah, it looks like somebody saw on Whidbey Island. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So historically, they don't get giant like mule deer do. Uh, and you said mule deer would be just on the east side. Right, right. So get over the mountains, and then they go. I don't know how far the range is in the in the. the I don't. Know. I honestly don't know how far they go. I know at least the Dakotas. Um, and then it starts transitioning into uh, more whitetail on that side. Typically, mule deer are mountainous, even though, like on a lot of eastern Washington, it's just big, flat, uh, sagebrush-type country. Um, and they love it over there, and they eat a lot of sagebrush. And um, But on the, uh, on the west side here, the, they'll... Blacktails basically look like a miniature mule deer and have smaller ears, smaller racks, smaller bodies. Um, but the vegetation they eat, it's not. And, and don't get me wrong, mule deer are good. I eat, I eat the crap out of mule deer. I love them. But blacktail are pretty darn tasty, mm. uh, just because of the vegetation they eat. You know, they basically live in a rainforest, especially like on Woodby Island. You ever, I mean, there's a you can anyone could buy a tag. Obviously, if you have your hunt license. Pasture hunters, hunters like me. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. pasture hunters at first, Uh, but you can go over there and uh, you know you get on your Onyx hunt map and you can see okay here's a little piece of public here's a little piece of public here's a little piece and you can go hunt that stuff over there. Um, You can't use a high powered rifle over there, but I bow hunt over there and and uh, you go over there and fling some arrows and stick some deer. When you say high powered rifle, is there a rifle you can use? So so basically any center fired rifle. You cannot use because it's a it's a firearm restricted zone. So there's a lot of those in in Washington State. So obviously check your check your game regs. Like where we're sitting right now, the firearm restricted zone. You can't use. Oh, you mentioned that something about Highway Nine. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can't hunt with even though it's like say you buy a modern firearm tag. So there's three different types of tags you can buy for deer. So you can buy a modern firearm tag. You can buy a muzzleloader tag, and you can buy an archery tag. So those are our three seasons. Which part of the state you're going to hunt, east or west, which is divided by the mountains. I believe it's a Pacific Crest Trail is a divider. Um, so on this side, say you buy a modern firearm tag, and we're going to go hunt black-tailed deer. You can't use your rifle, but you can use a shotgun. You can use uh, a pistol, and there's rules and regulations to what pistol cartridges you can use or your bow i'm a big fan of bow hunting i think it's awesome uh it's very difficult so it's a it's a good challenge uh stealthy and killing something with an arrow is (laughs) is just awesome so anyways i've been over there i shot a bunch of deer with my bow uh all over western washington um and uh they're man they are just super tasty and they're not very big so as far as like a first hunt Deer in general aren't very big. The one, so right behind you, that deer. So on the hoof, that's that's a big mule deer. That weighed 300 pounds. We actually drug it back and hung it and weighed it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So 
they do get they do get pretty big, so that can kind of be a daunting task for someone, especially if you're by yourself. I don't ever recommend if you're a new hunter to go by yourself. You know, bring uh, a guy or two or three. But I would say that um, it's very doable versus like if you want to start elk hunting or bear hunting or you know, it's I think it's the most attainable, right? So we have rules and regulations in Washington. Most of the rules state that you uh, have to shoot a three-pointer better, which means... Well, yeah. well, let's get into that a little bit because I yeah. hear that, that kind of stuff all yeah. the time. You know? Yeah. So when we're looking at antlers on either side, a three-pointer better, all that means is it has to have um, three points on one side. A point has to be oh, okay. longer than an inch, and that's and that's measured. So like if you're, if you're looking at the antler... And uh, if you made an imaginary line on the top of that antler across, like there was no tine sticking out, where that tine sticks out from the tip of that to to the to basically the top of that antler line has to be an inch. You know, the, the old guys used to say if you can hang a ring on it, and it's a point. Eh, <laughs> if it's if it's three quarter and you get caught, you're gonna get ticketed. They're gonna take your deer, so don't do that. <laughs> uh, but the vast majority of um, of three points or, you know, the, so let's see, where's a good three points? So, oh, the first, the very first deer I ever shot. So that's this. We talked about that one. Yeah, one yeah. So right by the bobcat right here. So you can see on that one side, it's a two point where it just, see how it this goes. One, yeah. yeah. And then, but on this side, see how it forks at the top? It's not yep. a real big fork. You know, if you took, if you took your, uh, your, uh, your middle finger and your index finger and kind of made a wide, like that's about how big it is. And I would say that's pretty typical for Washington State bucks, although we do get some massive mule deer. But, like, if you go hunt mule deer in the mule deer mecca of Washington, Winthrop, Washington, uh, you're going to see millions of other hunters, but you're going to see tons of deer. Like, if you drive around Winthrop and you don't see a deer, uh, you don't have eyeballs. Driving too fast. You're sure, well, even if you're driving <laughs> if you're driving too fast, you're probably going to hit one. Uh, so, like, when you go over the Cascade uh, Pass, you always see there's a, there's a sign, especially during hunting season, like, you know, uh, 65 deer have been hit by cars oh, this year, yeah. you know, like yeah, things yeah. like that. So, uh, it's, it's just loaded with deer. It's a, it's a, it's a main travel passage and corridor. Uh, the migration comes down to there. It's a lot of, um, agricultural. It used to be around there. So there was a, you know, any, any field that you find with alfalfa in it is going to have like, I mean, I have pictures of like 200 deer in fields. It's crazy. It's, wow. Yeah. Well, what, so take Winthrop then. Let's yep. talk about Winthrop. All right. Okay, so what would typically be a season then over there for, so, for, for mule deer? So uh, I hunted mostly modern over there, and so usually that opens the second week of October. And season usually runs seven to nine days, depending on what you know how they're changing regulations. Um, I want to say back in the day it might have been open for like 10 or 12, but I think they've shortened it. I haven't been over there in a while. Um, but, uh, so figure you're going to go for a week, right? Say it start, say it opens on a Saturday, closes on a Sunday type of deal. And, uh, so, you know, you pack up the truck and, and trailer tent or what have a truck. Yeah. You got to have a truck. Although (laughs) I've, I've seen some deer straps on the top of Honda Civic, so you never know, you know, you use what you got, but, uh, a lot of deer. I mean, just a lot of deer, a lot of hunters. Um, so when you go over there, modern firearm season, you guys will hear like uh, the term like pumpkin patch, which is a very apt yeah, term. For, before, yeah. yeah. So because you're required, I believe it's 400 square inches of orange. I could be off on that. 
trying to think of my mind now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 400 square inches. So, anyways, it's basically like a like a flaggers vest, you know, a bright orange vest. So you'll see all these guys wearing bright orange vests. Most guys over there were like full on like orange sleeved hat because uh, you want to be seen. You want to be seen. You want to <laughs> be seen. You you don't ever. I mean, never. You know, unfortunately, they do have incidences over there. You know, when you're shooting a rifle, they can shoot miles and miles and miles. You know, some people wing bullets, and that's a very small percentage. But you know, all right. Explain this to me uh, from the novice. Okay. Here's a question. All right. All right. So. I'm all camoed out. We talked about your Walmart camo in, in well, the first yeah. episode, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't see you because yeah. you got so much camo on. <laughs> yeah. Now, tell me, explain to me what the point of that is if you're just going to put on this big orange thing. So. Uh, I, and I'm not saying I'm against the orange thing. Right, right. I'm just wondering the dichotomy there. So the 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 number one reason why you wear orange is so other hunters can see you and they don't shoot you, right? Because uh, that would be bad. Now, I uh, – I am a I am a big proponent of you know you need to I I don't know if I've ever taken a quick sh- quick shot without analyzing you know the critter the situation uh, depending on how far it is of the wind you know like how you, there's very few times where you're just going to be walking and a deer's going to boop, boop jump up ten yards there's a deer you know <laughs> like that doesn't happen very often especially in the terrain that you're hunting over there you know maybe if you're hunting uh you know the whitetail woods of the east potentially you know deer pop up and they're close and it's a wooded situation but usually where you're hunting mule deer over there it's not like that so anyways number one is so you don't get shot right there's other guys with high-powered rifles that you can see hunter orange for miles and miles right you see little orange dots everywhere now deer are colorblind so they can't see it they can see obviously very well and they see you know shapes and sizes and forms and things like that so the main point of having good camo is it breaks up the outline of your body. So uh, if you have a if you have a, just a regular uh, if you just have a regular plain shirt on, you know you have a you have a solid outline of your body. If you have camo, since then that, like I said, they are colorblind. Even if it was like orange camo, it will break up the the outline of your body. So hopefully they don't see you. And then we will get into camo and yeah, like scent control and wind and and all those stuff but but that was kind of a side tangent there yeah I, yeah you know, i see that and people are like all camoed out and yeah right about now is when you see a lot of it a lot yeah. of guys out you know rolling around in trucks with camo on yeah and i was thinking that's all fine and dandy but you gotta have an orange <laughs> on too right? right so what's the point so, right yeah but so the deer are colorblind uh although you know the uh unfortunately um i always you you seasons overlap i'm gonna get, i'm gonna get totally sidetracked here but seasons overlap so i always want to shoot bears and i hadn't sh- if i haven't shot a bear i'm always looking for bears during you know that time and bears are not colorblind so i'm always like oh you know or any type of predator like a cougar or a bobcat you know or something like that so uh you're n- you know there's a reason you don't ever really see them or shoot them is because they can see you miles off you know uh, yeah. um okay but yeah so safety is number one so you know that you're wearing you're wearing orange you don't get shot um, there's a lot of hunters over there, but uh, so for the whole year, it's it's just a seven or nine day season, right? That for the modern firearm season. Okay. But there's a so there's I I should back up a little bit. So if you look at the game ranks, I should have brought some out. It'll show you it's like so each page will be have like uh, in Washington State you'll have a whole page for uh, modern firearm and they have like an early hunt. They have an early high buck hunt uh, in the Pasayan Wilderness and. Um, it's a hoot, you know. You've been up there hiking around, yeah. 
It's awesome. Uh, it's getting Didn't a little deer, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's getting a little more popular now. Uh, there's a lot of uh, horse hunters and stuff like that. So uh, you got to spend spend some time or just be really good, you know, what what you're doing or get lucky. Uh, then you have your regular season, which is in October, and then you have a late season as well in a lot of places. Uh, so you got your hunter orange, you got your camo, you got your rifle. Uh, you got a spot. You got your maps, right? So we talked about Onyx maps before. You're paying your subscription. It's going to come in a million fold because you're going to go out there and the f- and and uh, deer move typically very very early morning. You know, first light. You've checked the regs in the back in the very back of Washington State regs. They'll they'll have a, a timetable on there. It says, hey, you know, this is shooting light here half an hour before, half an hour after. Uh, don't break that because game wardens have ears. They'll find mm-hmm. you. Um, so you're out there. You have everything you need. And first light comes up and you look out and, and you don't see any deer, but you see like 100 hunters, right? So that's where kind of the map thing will come into play because it is a popular place. If you talk deer hunting with anyone in Washington, they'll know about Winthrop. So you're like, oh, crap, okay. So uh, you're there's different topography that will – hold more bucks than than other places like so what i'll typically do is i'll pull it i'll pull an area up any place that's easy to get to is going to have hunters which is probably going to mean that if there is deer they're going to get shot up you know opening morning and then there's going to be no more deer there so uh for you for the the a huge plus for you is you know being a big hiking guy yeah i mean god gave you legs for a reason you know like go over the next hill and and literally like one of the best pieces of advice I give people is go a mile off the road, one mile. Anyone can walk. Well, if you have legs, you know, <laughs> uh, even some people that don't have legs, you know, still walk, you know. Uh, well, especially if they're taking our advice from one of our previous episodes. We're talking about working out. And yeah, yeah. The importance of that. Yeah, so, I'm sitting yeah. here all sweaty and disgusting. I just got <laughs> done working out. Luckily, they can't see me. But uh, it's it's a huge. It is it is so big just getting a mile off the road obviously know where you're going you know like like i keep referring to this onyx has nothing to do with me i pay them full (laughs) price for all their stuff i just think it's a fantastic tool so i'll look and i'll say oh you know here's a ridge and it comes off and it's got a couple fingers got a sweet bowl down on the bottom and there's like a there's a meadow and there's so there's a you know there's there's bedding source there's a feeding source maybe there's a little creek there's water, water through there yeah. and so you look for all those elements and you say holy crap i bet you there's deer in there now you're probably not the first guy to ever see that but with onyx you can you can pick out all these different spots so you can go i mean the typically the farther you go, you know, the the less people you're going to see. Most likely, you're going to get into some animals if you pick the right terrain. You know, if you're going up and it's just a sh- sheer rock wall and there's there's still bucks there, most likely, but uh, not going to be quantity wise. There's not going to be as many deer. So, uh, get off the road, basically. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. And then what about uh, so? You mentioned that there's that that seven to nine days over in Winthrop. I know, right, right. I know that I kind of picked that out just to kind of pick a spot. Right. But what are what are typically some of the other then? Uh, do they overlap, or uh, so like if you're hunting uh, the the blacktail or the, or you said there's a whitetail up in the, the right northeast. right. So you can you can go. Um, so there's multiple seasons. There's uh, like I said, there's like that high buck hunt, or there's an early season. They they break it out by uh, GMU. So uh, when you look at a map of Washington State, it'll, the whole map will have each 
uh, each um, GMU is listed on there and has a number. So a GMU is just a game management unit. Basically, it's like it's almost like little tiny counties, right? So there's all these little tiny counties. There's, you know, and they're broken up by numbers going across the state. One hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. So you're like, okay, like uh, we're gonna go hunt like the 100 units are up in the northeast corner so i want to go hunt white-tailed deer so what you do is you look okay white-tailed deer it's open early it's open these days and it's open in these gmus so you look at those gmus and you say okay this is this is in this county i want to go there i want to find some public land and uh, you can hunt white-tailed deer and then if you don't have any success there then you say okay regular season i'm gonna go hunt mule deer uh down in ellensburg you know and uh and you hunt that, you know, a couple days there. You know, maybe you get the whole season. Maybe you don't. Most guys, you know, we work nine to fives. We can't get out the whole time uh, unless you have very lovely wives and they just <laughs> let you go. Uh, and then there's a late season. So the I love hunting the late season here because, you know, it's, I mean, it's, you know, just right across the pond here. And then we're flinging arrows at, at, uh, at uh, blacktail bucks and, and, um, and it's close. It's easy. It's convenient. You know. Plus, it's it's. I love going to Eastern Washington because you can shoot long, long ways. You know, I'm shooting deer. You know, at a thousand, eleven, twelve hundred yards, and then you come over here, and I'm shooting, I'm shooting blacktails at seven yards. You know, <laughs> which is awesome. And wow. it's, yeah, and it's. I mean, this is a true story. I've been, I've been hunting over on one of the islands, and uh, it's like, well, you know, it's like a rainforest, right? And it's crazy. It's like Jurassic Park, and you're walking through these woods. And uh, huge ferns, massive, huge ferns, like seven, eight feet. To, they were way over my head, right? And I'm sneaking through, and I'm real quiet. And I look over, and there's a, these huge ferns, and there's like a little window, like the size of your computer. And and, and I'm and I'm talking, it's arm's length through this through this little path uh-huh. through this window. And I swear to God, a deer walks right by. Di- didn't see me. Didn't smell me. I don't know how it didn't smell me. But just walk right by it. But there was in it, and then it just disappeared into thin air. Like I couldn't. Like I'm like, oh my <laughs> it's god, like a ghost. I couldn't tell if it was a buck or a doe. I just look and it was this brown, you know, thing moving like a couple feet away from me, and and it just and it just disappeared because everything is so thick and dense and tall and quiet. Oh my god, it's quiet because it's just moss. You know, everything is. I mean, if a guy, you know, I'm 270 pounds. If I can walk around and be quiet over there, like. Uh, you know, yeah. these deer are a hundred pounds, you know, live weight on the hoof, you know, they're not big at all. So it's a, it's a hoot of a hunt and it's totally, and I like it because it's that hunt versus hunting, say the middle state in Ellensburg versus hunting the Northeast corner for whitetail. You know, we have three different deer. We have three completely different, uh, you know, terrains we're hunting, uh, say we're going to, you know, go up, uh, like in the bumping unit, which is, which is on the Pacific crest trail. Um, to the east, right? So it's the first unit in the east side of the state, and uh, it's just real like mountainous and and uh, it's just rugged terrain. You know, it's great elk hunting too. It's there, I've been there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so you know you know yeah, yeah. like the Mount Aix Trail, and you're up there, and you you know you're looking down. There's mountain goats below you. You know, oh, yeah, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you you can hunt deer in that terrain, and then you can hunt deer in like this this crazy you know, Jurassic style, you know, <laughs> uh, environment on the, on the West side. And then you go like over by Pullman and it's just like, 
if you want, it's like it's basically flat. It's a little tiny, very there's no mountains. It's just very rolling wheat fields as far as you can see, you know, and it's just forever. I mean, it's just flat. That's a whole different type of yeah, it's, yeah. So it's a so what about deer then? So if you get a tag mm-hmm. in Washington for deer, can you pick any one of those then? You think or so. Let's get into the reg- the the rules and regulations a little bit. So when you when you go to um, apply, and this is going to be soon, and the reason you're going to do it soon is because you're going to want to put in for permits. So there's special permits, special draws. There's draw only uh, areas and seasons for all the animals in Washington. So I know we're talking about deer, so we'll kind of tr- stick to deer, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to wander off a yeah, little yeah. bit because you know I get excited well, about all this stuff. Give an example too. Yeah. So because uh, I, I put in for all my permits because um, they have a deadline, uh, which is I should know this. Uh, edit in here date March whatever yeah. or something like that. <laughs> no, no. So. Uh, well, at a certain time, you have to get Yeah, your yeah. So in. I put in for um, the – there's uh, three draws in Washington State that are lifetime only. That's your moose and your sheep and your goat. So I put in for those every year. Um, once you get drawn for um, the majority of them, there's there are some very small exceptions, which I'm sure some people will point out. Uh, mm-hmm. But is once you get drawn, that's it. So hopefully you get your critter. Uh, Washington State's pretty good about helping you out as far as uh, fishing game, but I, you so you put in for those, and then you then you have your you know, you're gonna buy your bear tag and your cougar tag, and then you're gonna to sell your deer and your elk. You're gonna get the big game combo, right? Comes with your small game license, everything, and it says, okay, what uh, what do you hunt, want to hunt deer with? And so when you put in for those special permits, you have to pick up front. I want to hunt deer. Uh, and if it's a special permit, I want to hunt deer in this area with this weapon, and I want to try and get drawn for the special permit. But to do that, you have to choose your weapon up front. So for deer, you're going to say, all right, I'm going to go modern firearm. And uh, and it's uh, – it is – if if I had to guess, I don't know this for a fact, but I would say that's probably the the most heavily bought – tag is a modern sure, firearm yeah. deer tag i would think uh so you buy that then you put it in for your special permits like hey you know there's uh there's an area in eastern washington that there's there's only it's a there's no season in this gmu you you can only hunt it by permit or i want to hunt mule deer in the rut right i want to i want to hunt them second third week in november and you can't do that in general season it's in october so you put it for the special tag and you get drawn and then you got to go do that, uh, you know, over in Eastern Washington. Whenever, type yeah, thing. yeah. So, and there's and there's same tags for like you want to hunt, um, you want to hunt elk in the rut with whatever your chosen weapon is. They have special permits for that because typically any anything you hunt in Washington is never typically during the rut. Typically, so, uh, and that's that's their mating season. So when you hear people say during the rut, the the reason you want to hunt, yeah. the reason you want to hunt deer in the rut is because they're super stupid. Like that's that's the that's the only leg up you'll ever have on a deer, is when he's trying to have sex with every doe that he sees, <laughs> you know, and it and it's true, it really is true, and so it's a it's a time where you get to see more deer that are out all day, because uh, typically like a big buck in Washington, you'll you'll never see a big buck in Washington because they're there, but they're nocturnal, they're smart deer, incredibly smart, um, and so they know that if they come out during the day, 
they're probably gonna get shot. So they're gonna they're gonna lay around, sleep all day, and then they come out and feed, you know, right <laughs> right at night, or they'll know like shooting hours, or they'll go into, uh, you know, the local uh, development, you know, <laughs> and go play with the kids because they right. know no one's gonna shoot no them over there. No so one's got yeah. So ethics question. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, here we go. Yeah, I'm so you, you're going in during the rut, right? And you're going after a buck, mm -hmm. and you see one of the biggest bucks <laughs> you've ever seen, and it's mid-sex right. on a doe. Oh uh, yeah. Do you shoot it? Uh, you know, me and my buddies have talked about this a bunch because if you Google it, like, there's always like uh, pictures of like you know, uh, you know, bulls mating or bucks mating, and, and it's like you know, do you do you take the sh do you let them finish? You know, do you take the shot? You know, it's typically, um, I would say like ninety nine percent of the time I'm gonna wait because there's probably it's, it's like if it's in a field, you know, or like it's typically where I'm hunting, it's in the open. You know, it's not like so. Do you watch them? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta you gotta keep your scope on. Yeah, them. you know. <laughs> It's uh, as awkward as it is. I'm I'm probably waiting. Yeah, I'm watching. I'll wait until he finishes, and then I'm gonna <laughs> and then I'm gonna give him the old lead pill. All most right. most likely, <laughs> most likely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> well, that's so, an interesting topic for sure. So yeah, so the rut. The rut is crazy. Uh, it's exciting. Um, it's not. Uh, it's not as I would say the the mule deer rut that I typically hunt uh, is not as exciting as like the elk rut, uh, because they're not quite as vocal. Um, well, they're not near as vocal, but uh, it's still it's still exciting because you see more deer. They're up moving around all day. They're pushing does. There's a lot more movement. Um, you know, they've come out of their little tiny pocket that they've been stashed back in the woods and, ma and maybe they're running around and, and, uh, you know, typically you see a, you see a doe and if you just wait, you're going to see a buck, right? Uh, is usually how it works. So, uh, a lot more, a lot more action, a lot more movement. It's just more exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, so then you got that down now. What about as far as. You know, because we're going to go over all the different animals and stuff, right. or, or at least some of them, eventually. What are wh where, what are you looking at when you're shooting a deer? Uh, as far as like shot placement, yeah. So I stare at the antlers first. <laughs> Don't ever do that, okay? Because you'll shoot them off. Because you have to at look them. at least. Right? Oh yeah, no, yeah. no. So you know, like say for instance. Um, I'm a spot and stock hunter, right? So what that means is there's multiple different types of hunting. So spot and stock, I'm sitting there, I'm glassing, I locate the deer. Uh, say I'm looking through my binoculars. I have a spotting scope with me as well, and then I'll transfer to the spotting scope because it's a higher power. And you zoom in, basically like a telescope, right? And I'm and then then I'm counting points, right? Uh, if that's it, that's if it's an iffy deer. When it's a big buck, it's dude. It's just, no, it's like that's a shooter. Let's go, you know, and a instant adrenaline. I mean, it's it's the the feeling. It's an incredible feeling. It's like drugs. I don't do drugs, but if I did, it would be like see a big buck drug. If that was if that that I'm gonna manufacture that because it's an incredible feeling. So, you, anyways, you see that you see this deer, and uh, you you count some points, and then however you're gonna get set up. So, obviously, um, a lot of the areas are 
every every place has a border, right? So if you're seeing fences and stuff, again, you relate back to your map. Make sure you know wherever you're going to shoot, it's going to be on public land. Um, you have to worry about shot placement, where the deer is going to go after you shoot it. There's a couple different types of shots that people will take uh, depending on where a deer is located or what you're going to do with the deer. Um, we can we can go. Do you want to delve into those? Well, uh, yeah, I mean. There's probably some similarities between some of the animals, right? And so, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe we, maybe we should wait on that. Okay. Um, but I, I would I do want to tell a quick story. Okay. So I've got <laughs> I've got the uh, you know the big fish type story, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm not a hunter, and and so so that's why it's believable. Uh, so my dad and I are hiking. We're we're just west of the Pacific Crest Trail. Okay. Up by Glacier Peak, um, in the Glacier Peak Wilderness, and uh, and we're we're camped out at the lake. We look up on this ridge, and we see this, what we could only describe as like an albino buck. And I don't know how many of those are out there, uh, if that's even a thing. Right. I, I don't know what it was, but it was very whitish. Uh, and it was really strange, but it was huge. And we're just look, But we're looking at it from a distance, right? right. So we're just kind of like, that looks like a very large animal. And it's all by itself. There's nothing else around. And all of a sudden, it starts taking off and going up the hill. And we're like, oh, man, that's too bad, you know, because we're, we're just having fun watching it. Right. Even though we couldn't see too much detail because it was far, far off. Right. And these people walked by, and that's what must have scared them. They were so small. Like, I mean, compared to this thing, right? It was so weird. And, and it, you know, we never saw it again. It went up right. and over the ridge. But it was like, oh, wow. I mean, this is, you know, uh, 15, 15, 16 years ago. But it was one of those stories is just like, I just I can't even believe we saw it, and, and it was just like this weird thing. So is that is that normal to see albino deer out there? As a Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know it's a thing. Yeah, no, there there are typically we don't get full albino in Washington. Uh, we do get a lot of what's called piebald, and a piebald deer is basically like uh, almost looks like. Uh, uh, like a like a cow almost, you know how they get like spots, you know. So it'll be like uh, either white spots or colored spots or whatever, but almost like a patchwork type uh, deal, you know. Interesting, like a giraffe almost, right? Um, and we have we have a bunch of those. I mean, I've seen like literally on where I where I live. I mean, like a half mile down the road, I've seen a piebald uh, doe before, which is really cool. They're really cool looking. Um, if it was that big, it pro- was probably an elk, I would guess, you know, because uh, we do have some large elk. Yeah, and it seemed like it, it was in that size. I mean, the area we're in yeah. and the, uh, oh, yeah, the fact it was elk, by yeah. itself, Yeah, I don't know if it would have been an elk because I don't think that area has a ton of elk up there, but I could be wrong. There's uh, a lot of um, a lot of big bulls will be uh, much lighter colored, like a real light tan, and, there's, and it very well could have been an albino. You know, you never know, or or just a piebald with not a lot of brown in it, or something like Probably that. Probably was, yeah, because we're not used to yeah. viewing that many of them. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, oh shoot, there's a. Yeah. It was basically white. <laughs> right, and the story yeah. gets better as uh-huh. we go on. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, was all right, a, huh? it was a yeti. What else? You got anything else for deer? Um. So we we covered the th- it was three different kinds. Uh, they're all incredibly fun hunts. Um, I like tasty. Them. Oh, it's super tasty. I just you know. You know, people talk about like, oh, venison. Uh, you know, you don't want an old ruddy buck, right? And there's there is some truth to that, but the biggest thing I believe is um, 
how the animal died, right? Because as soon as, if you make a bad shot on a critter and it runs off, I don't care what kind of critter it is, all that adrenaline, everything's running through its body uh, and the trauma and it's going to, it's gonna not taste as good. It just it's a it's a fact, right? So, uh, a good a good, a well placed shot, even on a big old buck. I mean, I've had I've shot so that that uh, that big buck. Um, I got a big six by six mule deer. It's a hundred ninety two inch deer. It's a, it's a pig of a buck. It was a huge body deer. I shot him uh, like November seventeenth in like two feet of snow, right? <laughs> So when I say these things, it's like, okay, that's in the rut. This thing should taste like freaking rubber. Dude, it was fantastic. It was super good. So, um, but you dropped it. Yeah, yeah. One shot. I mean, he. I mean, instantly expired. You know, high shoulder. I'm shooting a 210 grain burger bullet. You know, out of a 300 ultra mag, and I shot him. It wasn't a far shot. 300 something yards. You know, so basically picks a deer up off the feet. He has no idea. You know, and he's dead. So, uh, I think that makes. A big difference because I, you know, unfortunately I have placed a poor shot, uh, you know, on an animal before, and uh, and it's and it's one of those deals to where, you know, the steaks aren't as good, so maybe you just make more make, make more tacos out of them, you know. It's not like the anti's placebo. No, it's just all in your head. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Tastes like crap. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it's uh, you know, and obviously the way it's prepared and everything else, but I th- I think that uh, you know, honestly, I think shot placement is the biggest thing and how and how they taste. But I'm a huge I'm a huge deer fan. My wife and kids eat eat uh, eat all eat all the wild game I shoot. I eat everything I shoot. Uh, you know, I think I've said this before, but like I won't kill a spider. I'll put it outside because I'm not going to eat it. And I mean, once spiders start tasting like ribeyes, I might be smashing spiders left and right. You know, <laughs> but um, yeah. You ever, you ever take part of the animal uh, for? I, I know I've heard of, heard of guys uh, doing like uh, dog food or something. You know, so. Uh, when you're doing those, so you know if you're going back, 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 country, right? Probably yeah, not right because you can't. So depending haul a bunch on of meat just for you know, I mean, I guess I, sh- I say that, but just for a dog. But I mean, <laughs> so I um I take everything right. So depending on the depending on your shot placement, you may you may or may not cut out some bloodshot meat out in the field. Uh, you may or may not bone it out as well. And when we talk about butchering animals, we'll we'll get into that more too. But uh, typically, uh, everything darn near everything gets hauled out and uh and there's not a typically a scrap of meat that i'm that i'm not shoving in my face you know because like i said it's a i mean i'm i'm really i'm a i'm a huge proponent of you know feeding your family this stuff too and i mean it's like it's like little tiny pieces of gold man like i am very uh you know particular about when i cut one of these things up because it's i mean you work so hard and you put all this effort in and this animal gave its life for you you know and so if and and (laughs) You'll you'll see the more you're over here too. All of a sudden, we'll get a knock at the door and be one of my buddies be like, "Hey man, I saw you. Uh, I saw you shot a deer." And uh, <laughs> like, all right, here you go. You know, so I'm handing out s- steaks and burger and bratwurst and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I'm getting sidetracked there. But uh, <laughs> as far as deer hunting goes, uh, it's super easy to look up. So the rules are online. So if you go to Washington State Fishing Game site. Uh, if you go on the hunting page and you pull it up, usually they have a, a PDF on the left-hand side, and it'll say, like, Washington State Rules and Regulations, big game rules and regulations, right? So all the big game in Washington, so you're, you're talking about your, your deer and elk and bear and cougar, uh, moose, sheep, goat, right? So those are all the big game hunting uh, species that we're going to do, and uh, deer being probably the easiest for a new hunter to start 
after, I believe, and probably the most prominent. I I don't think there's anything else in Washington that's as prominent as deer. I mean, they're stinking everywhere, you know. <laughs> uh, so uh, then just pick out where you want to go. You know, maybe maybe you start close to home. Maybe you want to hunt blacktail first. Uh, so you pick an area around here on the west side. Maybe you want to go do a weekend hunt and go hunt some mule deer. On the east side, if you want to get real crazy, you know, where we're at, all the way on the other side of the state, you know, you go hunt whitetail. So there's a, it's a tons and tons of opportunities just depending on what you want to do. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. Yeah. Thanks for all the info. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Please rate us on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at I Will Hunt Podcast. Same on Facebook and Twitter. Check out the website at IWillHunt.com. And you can always send us ideas or feedback. I will hunt podcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Jack Mattingly and the Whiskey Fever for creating the theme song for the show. Check them out at reverbnation.com slash whiskey fever. Tell me who you see there waiting in the grass. Silent like a graveyard lakes a sheet of glass. And I will hunt till I find what I'm looking for. And I will hunt from the heartland to the shore. And I may not find nothing, and my rifle turns to rust. But I will hunt.